that's a deal, right? That's a deal, right? That's a bet, right? That's a bet, right? That's a deal, right? That's a deal, right? That's a bet, right? That's a deal, right? That's a deal, right? That's a bet, right? That's a deal, right? That's a deal, right? Hey, coming down like precipitation. What's going on, guys? It's your man, Ed Hayes, the Wholesale Coach here, back for another episode of the Wholesaler Mastermind Podcast, y'all. And in this one, man, look, I'm proud to say I've got my guy, Jay Malloy, a.k.a. Dr. Leeds, on the podcast today to talk about how to get out here and get yourself some leads Like we're going to be talking about wholesaling, talking real estate, talking about his journey in the wholesaling and real estate game in general, and really trying to drop as many gems as possible for you all today. So my brother, Jay, how's it going, bro? Hey, I'm doing well, man. Doing well. Thanks for having me, man. I'm really excited about this. So let's let's get to it, man. What you got for me? Hey, hey, well, for, you know, all the people who don't know who you are already, why don't you just go ahead and introduce yourself to the to the wholesale coach community? All right. All right. Uh, my name is Jay Malloy. I'm from New Jersey, uh, North Jersey. So I'm probably about on a good day, 25 minutes outside of New York City. Uh, I got started in wholesaling back in 2012 after I got fired from my job, which sucked, but it turned out to be the best thing in the world. We can get into that a little bit later. Um, you know, I started wholesaling. It took me six months to find my first deal, but I'm telling you what, if it would have took six years and I would have started living the life that I'm living now, I would have been worth it to me. Hey, now, hey, now. Hey, I hear you on that, my brother. So so why don't we talk about that a little bit more? About like, like, why don't you just talk about like that journey? Like, how did you end up initially kind of getting into that real estate game? Yeah, that's a great question. So what happened was my old gig, I used to be, uh, I used to run government and community affairs for real estate and for real estate and development projects. And we focused on, um, you know, transportation. It was a transportation company. So if you look at it, if you think about it, anything that has to deal with transportation, that's pretty much a real estate deal, right? If you got an airport, well, an airport, you need land. If it's a, a port, a seaport, well, you need a coastline or you need, you need water and you need land to put right, all right. the stuff on. Right. If you have a bus terminal, same thing. If you have a train station or a train track, it's land. So transportation started out with land. I, the product I was working on, having to work at the George Washington Bridge uh, bus station and the bridge, some a little bit down at the World Trade Center, um, one of the projects that got canceled that I was working on that was actually my baby was a brand new tumble from New York to New Jersey. So that sucked that it happened like that, but it did. So I was actually going out and going into the field and meeting with homeowners for a process that, you know, people hate, but it's called eminent domain. Right. So as I was doing that, what was happening was I was meeting people who didn't necessarily want to give up their houses. And I was coming in like, hey, we can do this like gentlemen or we can handle this on some gangster. <laughs> Real quick, why don't you <laughs> why don't you just break down like what eminent domain is for someone who may not know this? Yeah. Yeah. Eminent domain is a process by which the government can legally take your property. They will compensate you at market value or above market value if they deem fit. But ultimately, you think you own your house. But if the government wanted to put a highway down your block or your neighborhood, guess what? Here comes Mr. Eminent Domain Man. And they will come to you exactly like I told you. We can do this like gentlemen where we give you a number, we negotiate a number and you're gone and everybody's happy. Or we could get in some gangster stuff where we'll go through the process (laughs) and we're taking it. So we're going to have it. We could do this the long way, the short way, the easy way, the hard way. That's that's wow. what it is. Wow, wow. Okay, so you got into 
like the real estate game, like being the repo guy, essentially, like snatching properties. Sort of, right. (laughs) But what would happen is I would be in these situations with people and I would show up and I treat them right or whatever. And it got to the point where uh, they would write letters to my boss or whatever to cuss people out, uh, cussing out the the agency, blah, blah, blah. But they'd be like, if you ever send anybody but Jay to my house again, we're going to have a problem. So I did a good job. So they like me. And that taught me a lot about this business. Um, So anyway, long story short, I had been doing well. I was, I liked it. I went on vacation with my, my wife. Now she was my girlfriend at the time, came back at just one man of the year. They told me, they called me into a four o'clock meeting, three o'clock meeting. Um, And they said, Hey, your services are no longer required. And I didn't know what the heck that meant. Like they're not, they were never required. What the hell y'all talking about? (laughs) <laughs> so, right, right. so they said they're no longer required and uh that was it for that so wow. i just started reading a bunch of books i used to go to the local college and be in there from like three four hours to studying books um and then my father handed me a postcard for one of these big box events um and i went got all excited spent some money went to the three-day event spent right. some more money i mean fortunately at the time i had a little bit of savings so i was able right. to do that and after I did that, it was like, oh, I just spent a bunch of money. I got to get that back. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. So when you were just getting started with um, like going out to events and stuff, so I'm assuming that that was like a wholesaling type of event or how to get started no, in real no, estate type of event. No. I didn't even know about wholesaling. It, like what was happening was I thought I was going to have to find a way to get some money or use whatever money I got to buy a property and be a landlord and find a way to refinance and do it again or right. do whatever. Like I, I saw a lot of thought. I didn't know anything about wholesaling. Right, so right. the three day event I paid for, I think it was probably like three grand for it or whatever. The three day right. event I got there, I actually wound up paying like $30,000 for a, a bigger event, right? And some right. what I thought was gonna be coaching. Right. I'm not gonna disparage that, but that's what happened, right? But in right. the last like 20 minutes of the three day event, right before we broke and right before, right after we had paid money, they mentioned there's a guy named Mark Risco. He's out of the Hampton Roads, Virginia area. And I've reconnected with him recently. He's the guy because he got me started. He, he said something about wholesaling. And then he said in this area, the Northeast in New Jersey, North Jersey, you should make $10,000 a deal. Now, mind you, this is back 2012. So, you know, I was like, he said, so two deals a month, that's a quarter million dollars a year. I said, Oh, Oh, Yes, I'm in because that's more than I was making. Now it was it was probably, you know, I'm not going to say what I was making. I was making a good income, but right. I was like, oh yeah, two deals a month, I'm in. So right. 20 minutes, I was like, I can do that. And I just started from there after I got back and it was really hard because I was working by myself. I didn't have a mentor, six months to find my first deal. But then I went and got a mentor, paid another maybe five, seven grand. And it was probably probably six to 12 weeks after that, I found my first deal. So scrambling to getting some focused help, I was in. Right, right, man. Well, hey, you know, <clears throat> I think a lot of us don't really realize the value in actually investing into that um, education sometimes, you know, like you can get a lot yeah. of things online and stuff like that. I know maybe back then it wasn't as much stuff online and whatnot, but you know, there's a huge difference yeah. back then versus right now where we are right mm-hmm. now. But 
you know, I think that a lot of people kind of undervalue the the benefit of actually having someone there that can kind of hold your hand through these yeah. processes. And yeah, it may cost you a bag sometimes or whatever, but I, I do think that there's a lot of value in that for real. So yeah, Ed, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I think that, you know, there's a million different ways to skin a cat, right? And I think mm -hmm. that a meant like you can learn anything now by yourself, right? Mm -hmm. But if you want to go faster, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, listen, I spent $30,000 a year for my graduate degree. Mm -hmm. 60 grand. Right. I got out. I was making a fraction of what I'm making now. If I was willing to do that, because that's what, you know, I thought would get me where I wanted to go. Why wouldn't I be willing to spend a fraction of that money? Like you should never spend that much to learn how to be in real estate affectionately you shouldn't spend as much money as i spent you don't have to do that to learn it like if it's 10 That's grand nice. yo you need to just really say hey it's not the problem is that it's 10 grand the problem is how why don't i have 10 grand that i can do something that could change my life and how do i find my way towards that so that right. i can actively change my life i mean we all start from somewhere sometimes before you get to the step you actually want to be at you got to solidify your life. That's what I want to do, but I'm not in a position to do it right, right now. So how can I do something that gets me to the point where I can do it the way that I want to do it? Most people don't think like that. Right, right. So speaking of like how, like doing it the way that people want to do it, right? Why don't you kind of break down what your wholesaling business looks like? Like just like paint a picture for the okay. audience of like, like what your um, kind of business structure and things like that okay. kind of looks like. Okay, there's two main channels that we find deals. The first one is primarily probates. You know, if anybody's heard me say anything before, that's what kind of jumped me in the game once I fi figured out that process. It's really predictable. Um, right. If you find out, if you, the longer you do it in a certain area, you'll know, okay, I know in North Jersey, in the counties that I work, I know on average, there's going to be about 600 to 900 records that will come across in a file for me as we we, we, we pull it, right? Of right, those, right. I know about half of those are people that live at the property. So, you know, spouses, widows, widowers, et cetera. Um, I know that there's probably a third to yeah, about 35% or so those records actually have real estate attached to them. Okay. That's what I know it. I know it because I've done it for so long, right? So that right. makes my, my, it's really predictable for me. I know that once I have 150 probate properties on a list that I know these properties are, they're, 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 they're probate records that have real estate attached. I know I'm about to make 20 grand. That's yeah. me. That's okay. me. It's proven itself over and over again, mm. you know, year after year for me. So that's, that is the bedrock because it's predictable for me. Then as we moved into different areas across the country, we cold call, um, mm -hmm. and, that, and that's the second process. And then the reason why we do this for, for some of the newer people, um, we cold call. I don't cold call because I'm looking for a deal right now. And may, Ed, I hope this helps. But I think we all put so much pressure on our prospecting, right? We're prospecting, looking to just find a deal now. Right. All right, and, and what I would like to encourage anybody listening there's a, there's a concept and it's, I don't know if I'm going to name my book this or not, but I'm in the process of writing a book mm -hmm. and I want to call it your follow-up sucks, but I'm also considering calling it follow-up first, mm -hmm. because here's what I'm going to say to you. If you realize that out of all the people you talk to, you got a list of a hundred people, 
97 out of the 100 people you talk to, they're not looking for what you're offering them. They are not interested in selling their house right now, right? They're only three out of 100 people you talk to are actively looking to do what you're going to offer them, right? Mm -hmm. They're only looking three out of 100 are actively looking for what you're offering. All right. So why is it that everybody in this game focuses on three people when there's 97 out there that will probably sell later? I just mm -hmm. want to know. I just want to know. I just want to know. <laughs> right. So when I say follow up first, if you adapt this mentality, what will happen is you're going to take the pressure off of your prospecting. You're going to realize that the reason you're prospecting is all you're doing is three things. And I think I said this in your comments earlier, three things. I didn't say what they were, but I said, there's three things you're looking to do. You're looking to one, verify who this person is. Is it the person you were looking for? Two, is this the best contact number to reach them on? Three, you want to verify if they have an email address, if they own the property, and what is the status of the property? Mm -hmm. That's really, everything else that happens after that is gravy. Why am I saying this? Because once you have verified all that stuff, you can follow up with them forever if you get permission. Mm -hmm. And if you know 97 out of every 100 people you talk to isn't going to be a sale immediately, but down the road, guess what? Everybody you talk to is a win. Man, hey, I like the way you think, my brother. I really, really mean that, for real. That's I a, that's appreciate a, that. I really think that that's a nice way to kind of frame the process of like what we're doing out here, because as we all know, all of the money is in the follow-up. So the book title mm -hmm. being like follow-up first or your follow-up sucks. Both of them are very relevant in yeah. our reality because it's true in both situations, you know? So, but yeah, the follow-up is everything. All of the money is in the follow-up. I think that that's some great value right there, bro. For real. Yeah, man. I, I, it's funny, man. Can how, Think about this. Ed. I'm going to ask you a question. How many times, in your career have you talked to somebody day one got the contract signed day one man it's extremely rare maybe like it happens couple, right right like maybe like a couple times you know it's, it's definitely not like super common like that's, that's not what to expect it usually takes like five to twelve contacts to actually and honestly more often than not it's more than that <laughs> very very often it's way more than that that's my point so if you put follow up first, guess what happens? You get more money both now and later because you're going to talk to all those same people that might be a right now. Right, but right. you set yourself up. You planted all the seeds to make more money down the road. And honestly, yeah. you're going to make way more money down the road. So real, real quick, though, actually, I kind of want to dive into that. Like, since you said that, I'm curious, mm -hmm. like, and your business, like, what does that follow-up look like? Do you have, like, like virtual assistants in place to actually do okay. that? Or are you kind of, like, doing that yourself? Okay. And, yeah, I'm just curious about that. Like, if you can kind of paint that picture of, like, what Great that question. looks like. Great question. So there's different levels of it, right? So you have the automated and you have the manual. The manual is, you know, our lead manager. So we have our prospector who then sends leads to our acquisition manager and our lead manager. They, they sort of have a hybrid role. Once we know somebody's not interested, they're going into automated follow-up. Again, if we verify that it's them, they own the property, this is their contact information, cool. We're asking these people on the phone, you know, hey, listen, I know you're not interested, but would it be all right if we 
reached out to you from time to time to see if you know anybody else that might be looking to sell a property. Right. Okay. Now we've got that permission. Now we've got automated email and text messages, automated ringless voicemail. We're perfectly, I mean, I know there's a bunch of new regulations, but by simply asking that question, you've now just wiped that off the board. Yep. You're good. Yep, 100%. All right, so that's the first level. We have a level of not interested. All right, so that's that's an automated level. Um, a manual level would be like, if somebody is interested, we're trying to get an offer to them, we're gonna reach out to them as much as we can till we get them back live. And if we can't, then we'll transition them into automated. Mm -hmm. All right, so, so that's the first level. At the end of the day, most of the follow-up we do is going to be automated, just simply because that's the reason most people don't do it. If you're relying on yourself to dial somebody and, you know, talk to them about their property or just check in with them or just nudge them a little bit. If you're doing that, you're relying on your mood, relying on whatever else is going in your life, on in your life. You're relying on feeling like doing it. And when I did that, I ain't do it. So that's why people talk about follow up. They talk. Everybody knows what it is. Nobody really does. I don't care who they are. They really don't do it at a level that they should be doing it. I don't do it at the level I should be doing it. Right. I hear you. But so it sounds like you've got like two levels of it, though. So it sounds like mm -hmm. it's very organized. You've got multiple people kind of right, processing right. these leads for you along mm -hmm. the way. You know, I try to tell people all the time that, you know, once you start to get to these, you know, higher scaled type businesses that are doing mm -hmm. consistent deals monthly, you're typically going to need some staff. Like if you're trying to do all of that yeah. stuff yourself, it's almost like, it's almost impossible to be doing like a crazy number of deals and be trying to do everything by yourself. So do yourself a favor. Don't treat yourself, cheat yourself, get yourself some staff, get organized, have processes mm -hmm. and procedures in place to actually take these deals yeah. down. And leverage these tools that are out here. When I got started, there wasn't none of this stuff, man. Right. None of this stuff. Right. Like I really <laughs> had to do it. Right. Like, if I like, I had to do it now, dude. Y'all got so many tools. You don't even have to mention them. Like if you Google real estate investing tools, wholesaling tools, man, you could probably wind up spending twelve hundred dollars, five thousand dollars a month <laughs> if you got them all. True. So leverage the tools based on the principles. The principle is, you need to actually be prepared to follow up with everybody you speak to that allows you mm -hmm. that, right? That's period. So anything that's going to allow you to do that is going to be fine. I think mm -hmm. the only other piece of advice that I can give you is there's different types of follow-up too, right? Mm -hmm. This is what I haven't heard anybody teach before. Mm -hmm. um, people are saying follow-up, right? What are you following up for? Because I made them an offer and uh, I want to, or they said no, and I'm just, whatever. Right. right. There's levels of follow up. Right. So there's three. Right. You got nurture where you're you're developing a relationship and you're just nudging people down the process of your sales funnel or establishing mm -hmm. a relationship of trust with them. Right. So that's right. one level. You got invitation follow up where you're inviting somebody to consume some piece of content that adds value to them. But you're not requesting anything in return right. or you're inviting them to move further down your sales funnel to engage you in a, in a conversation, possibly, uh, you know, a meeting, uh, you know, a house visit, whatever, give right. them something free, some advice, whatever that's invitation. Mm -hmm. And then finally you have like, you have offer specific follow-up, right? You've made them an offer. You're trying to find out if they've gotten it. You're trying to find out mm -hmm. if they reviewed it. You're trying to find out if they have any questions about it. You're trying to find out if they have accepted it. You're basically going to then set expectations for the next step. All those things are follow-up, man. 
And if any of you have ever dated anybody, you've done all of this before. So true. You've done all of this before. <laughs> like you have a wife, I have a wife. Right. I met her one day. Only way we got to being married is I followed up and called her. Right. Then yep. I asked her out. Then we went on a date and I asked her on another one. <laughs> and then I checked in on her every once in a while, see how she was doing. Mm -hmm. That follow up is key. You know, we can't we can't slack on it. Otherwise, we don't end up getting to those opportunities that we could have gotten to had we actually followed I, up. Because I, before you know it, it's going to be the next guy or the next wholesaler out there reaching out to the, the person or lead that you could have had in all reality, but you didn't I, follow up. Right. right. Ed, you just you just you just said something so important. And here's the, here's here's the cherry on top when you do it right. Right. I don't care who they are. You know, I, I'm going to plus push my chest out a little bit here. I don't care what dude you are in this world right now. Holler at my wife. Only thing you doing is making her think of me. Mm -hmm. So now I'm putting a lot of faith in my wife. I should, she's awesome, right? <laughs> There's plenty of people with way more money than me. There's some that look better than me, whatever. But that's on my finger. She got one too. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is if you follow up correctly, if you take those three stages of follow up and, and figure out how to do it correctly, right? Almost any other wholesaler or investor that contacts your prospect will in fact make that prospect think of you if you do it right, if you're consistent and you keep nudging them, establish that relationship of trust, provide value without asking for anything in return and give them invitations to go further down your process and reminders that this is what you do when you're out here. I'm telling you, you transform everybody else's marketing into marketing for yourself. Mm. So essentially it's like, you wanna be in their subconscious. When I hear what you're saying, it makes me think about Pepsi. Coca-Cola, they're on the billboard over there. They're online on the advertisement. They're at the Super Bowl. They're on Netflix. They're everywhere that you want to be. Exactly. Up That's all that really, really is. It's just following up. They're making sure that you're staying that they're staying in your awareness. So that's essentially how you're saying, like, you know, yeah. we're going to make sure that we follow up with people and stay in their subconscious at all times. Yeah, so mean, when it is time to sell, you're the obvious choice. Exactly. Exactly. You hit the nail on the head. You're basically just reminding them if there's real estate to be sold, I know somebody that buys it. Mm hmm. Boom. I know somebody. I don't uh, have to search for nobody. I don't have to wait for somebody. I don't have to look for no. I know somebody. They're right here. They're right, right here. I, hey, Ed, I'm the best message. This is how you know you're doing it right. When you start getting text messages and voicemails that say, hey, Ed, you know, um, I've been thinking and I think I'm ready to sell this place. And I wanted to give you a call because, you know, you've been... We've been we've been talking for about a year and you know what? I'm ready. That's when you know you did it right. You won't even know who this person is. You'll be like, they think they know you. They feel like they know you. Hey, Eddie, they, they got nicknames for you. They got your name saved in their phone. You didn't even know it. And they finally, when it's a house that needs to be sold that they control or somebody they know. Hey, Ed. It's just like Coke or Pepsi. Like you said, man, you know, if you're thirsty. Yep. Boom, go get a cold Coke. 
Come on, Al. You know, you want to be the name brand out here. That makes yeah, a man. lot of sense. So real quick, you know, I actually kind of want to transition what we're talking about right here into like, I know that you told me that like you own rental properties, the mm-hmm. nation and stuff like that. How does or how does or if like, I guess what well, I'm asking, like, does your like wholesaling business, does that kind of intertwine with the rental business, I'm assuming? And if you could kind of just talk more yeah. about the rental business in general. Okay. All right. So my wholesale business feeds everything, right? So once you know how to generate leads, you have the gateway to control whatever game you want to be in, right? So the deals, I do less wholesaling now than I ever have, but I cherry pick deals that I used to give away and make wholesale fees. for. So, you know, we prospect, we follow it, we do all of that, right? A deal comes through, okay, it looks like a deal. So now we get to decide what we're going to do. Maybe we've just spent a bunch of money, so we don't, we're not as liquid to take it down as we want to be. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Well, maybe we have a creative financing structure we can hook up. All right. That's how I've gotten a lot of my, uh, my, my rental properties because they were deals that wouldn't necessarily work as a wholesale deal. But if I knew what the owner wanted, what their hot buttons were, what they were looking to get out of the situation, I could structure a deal that would meet all their needs, but also give me control of the property, which also gave me some income. So that's, that's how it started, man. And then I started to learn about deal structuring a little bit. And I realized there's more than one way to skin a cat. So I started saying, okay, well, if this works here, where is the market? Where market condition is more favorable? Let me go do that. Let me do what I do in New Jersey elsewhere. And that's what fed the rentals. I would find deal. I found a deal in Tennessee in Knoxville where, you know, the place is worth probably 40 grand. The guy wanted, he only wanted 23 for it. So I paid him 23 grand. Um, right. Okay. It rents at 700 bucks. I'll be paid back in less than four years. Right. <laughs> Am I not supposed to take the $25,000 wholesale deal? I just did <laughs> spend right. it on something that's going to make me six, 700 bucks a month forever. Right. Right. You tell me. (laughs) (laughs) So that being said, I'm curious, like, like which aspect do you actually prefer? I'm assuming I think I know the answer to this or whatever, but like, do you prefer kind of like the quote unquote, like the fast quick cash of like just assign the deal off to someone else? Or do you prefer to actually be the buy and hold investor or rehabber or some other exit strategy? I don't know. I don't know. Here's what I like about both. Right. I feel like the way it happened for me is the way that I understand it, which is I used to make the chunks of money quickly. Right. I used to make the 10, 15, 25, 50. Cool. And that's great. There's, that's awesome. Those are great feelings. Right. But right. What, what I was seeing was happening was, especially if you're doing it by yourself and you don't have a team. When I was just by myself, what I was seeing is I would get burnt out. And so I would have a hundred thousand dollar month, right? Or I would have, you know, a, a nice month or a nice run of months, right? And that's great. But then I'd be exhausted. And then my lead flow would slow down. And then I, I just the amount of people that I had to deal with was just taking its toll on me, right? So, but 
I absolutely like hitting those licks, man. <laughs> like, I love it. I love it. Like, hey, quick cash. Oh, but here's what I realized. And my father said this to me. He was like, yeah, you like it. You, he said, you like these chunks of money, man. He was like, but let me ask you a question. If you make $50,000 from one wholesale deal, what do you make next month? And if you average it out over the year, what'd you make? Mm-hmm. He was like, so if you 50 grand, let's call it 60 grand, it was $5,000 a month on average that you made from a deal. Right. He said to me, how can you create that whether you do a deal or not? And I was like, hmm. Right. Good question. Because now with the rentals, that money comes whether I do a deal or not. That equity grows whether I do a deal or not. And then when I do a deal, it's just piling on. <laughs> it's just piling on. And I, I prefer both, you know. You know, I really prefer both. I think as much as small uh hits, they make a chunk. Right, right. And it, it's a hedge against yourself. Right? <laughs> like there's some weeks I don't want to do nothing. Like I had a bad week last week. I didn't do much of anything. Right. Guess what happened? I still got paid. <laughs> right. Yeah, that passive income makes a huge difference, man. Seriously. I think like, yeah, wholesaling is definitely a very, very active business. It definitely can be, especially if you're trying to do everything yourself. It's like, oh, it's exhausting. But yeah, I I like how you said that, you know, being able to kind of have that balance of, you know, not only getting like, you know, those chunks of income from like doing a wholesale deal real, real quickly, kind of getting that quick turn cash but also having that passive coming in, you know what? Like I've heard people kind of state it like this, like, you know, out of every five deals, keep one for yourself. Right. I've heard building that Building well. up that passive over time. And I do think mm-hmm. that that's like a, a decent little general rule of thumb or yeah. buy even more, at least one for yourself. I would say yeah. to get yeah. at least one for yourself. Might as well. I think, you know, and the one thing I want to say is because I, I know a lot of folks are new, so I don't want to scare anybody off. But right. what I will say is this, right? I view wholesaling as a gateway to the game, a great gateway to the game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so how the heck do you get from, I did one deal, I made $5,000, $10,000 to getting, oh, wow, you can't necessarily see it until you get the momentum towards it sometimes. Here's what I would encourage people to do. There's a book by a guy named Mike Michalowicz. It's called Profit First. And it basically teaches you what to do with the money that you make in your business. So if you do a deal for five, 10 grand, let's just say, say 10, because it's easier for me to do the math, right. right? There's a percentage of money that he wants you to actually pay yourself. For right. me, I'm at like 50%. I want half for my life. Give me half. Right. So right. 5,000 to me, right? Then he's saying another percent. You can change the percentages as you see fit. 30%, let's just say for your business operations. So three grand of that five, that's for my business. I got to pay Uncle Sam, 15% for Uncle Sam. You know, I need to save some money just for like, a, you know, let's say I want to buy a course or I want to go to a training or I want a new tool, put 5% away for that. So if you do that with every deal, if you do it with your paycheck, you're going to find that you got more money and you're going to be way more creative and way more direct with what you're doing and focused with what you're doing. Because I know right now you give me $10,000 and you put it in an account and I know it's there. I ain't got 10,000 no more. It's going to get spent one way or another. It's just right. going to get spent. But if you tell me I only got 3000 and I have to use this for my business, well, now 
I'm going to be a lot more careful about what I do with it because mm -hmm. it's not as much money. Therefore, I'm going to have to be that much more uh, uh, disciplined about what I do. Right. Um, and you grow your business faster when you do that. Mm. So, you know, I'm glad that you touched base on like, um, you know, kind of divvying out your money and paying yourself first and things of that nature. I'm curious though, like, so since we're talking about like spending money on things, like what services and systems are you using right now? Um, or like, do you really mm -hmm. like the most or do you recommend to people out there? Um, right now I'm using, um, for my cold callers, I use call tools, which can be a little complicated if you're getting started. So I recommend Mojo as well. I recommend Mojo first, but if you want a higher level or you want to go do some other things that you can't do on Mojo, Mojo call tools is great. Mm -hmm. So that's where everything starts. Um, for CRM, we use the dialer as our CRM to start. We also use some tools, you know, for, for texting and ringless voicemail. I'm not going to name it because it's, it's my own sort of platform, but I do know REI Reply is out there and that's a good one. Um, you can do a lot of things there. So that's fine. I have no problem saying their name because they're they're great. Right. Um, Links in um, the description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so go ahead and handle that. Right. So, so um, and then for like making offers, I use, uh, I use my tool in conjunction with uh, PandaDoc. And the reason I like PandaDoc is because you can create a link for the offer uh, to somebody and you can text it to them and they'll see it right on their phone. Mm. And then that's, that's we, we email it to them too, of course, but right. text it to them, you know they're gonna see it on their text message. So three hours later, they get a text that says, hey, um, we emailed over your, the, your offer for Pine Street. Um, let me know what you think. Right, right, right. And so they have like a click here to view type button or something? Yeah, like yeah. Exactly. Click the link. Boom. Like so they that. get the link. Here's your offer for Pine Street. Great talking to you. Let us know if you have any questions. Boom. They get that. Three hours later, they get another one that says, hey, we uh, we just following up. We sent over your offer. Have you checked it out? Please let us know what you think. I like it's that. It's increased off. That has increased open rates of the offers so much. So even when people have questions or they want to get them signed, Again, that was just that follow-up that I was talking about earlier. That's mm -hmm. offer-specific follow-up. Right, right. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot, man. I'm not going to lie. Steal it. <laughs> Steal it. It works. It works. For real, man. That, hey, hey, look. Dr. Leeds is out here dropping gems on how to get these leads converted, <laughs> yeah, y'all. It's not a game out here. Yeah, man. <laughs> so then tell me then, my brother, you know, you know, I know that you, you've got the rental um, mm -hmm. business going on. You've got the wholesaling business going on. Like, what are your goals for, let's say, like the rest of this year and beyond? Like, what do you want it to look like? It's two things, right? So I looked at my first quarter plan, right? I do this thing called the, uh, the, the Head Start for 2021. That's what I called it. I did it in December. And right. I looked at it. I fell short of a couple of my goals. But when I looked at them, they were pretty big and I'm so much further than I would have been had I not said them. So I'm not upset about that. As I look back towards the second half of this year, it's one hitting the finish line on those first initial goals, which I'm not going to necessarily say they're not always monetary with me. I find that money is, is a great motivator. It's a great tool, but what I find is I get, I get more um, satisfaction out of, my growth out of development, out of helping others get from wherever they are to the next step and beyond. So for me, 
there is my first goal uh, for this year was actually helping uh, 15 people in what I call my execution club, right? And what we do is we help people go from wherever they're at to whatever their goal is. We want to set milestones and we want to help them on the way towards that. So I've refined that club a little bit. Uh, you know, what we do is we define those, those goals, we set the milestones, and then we project manage the process. Basically, we got a calendar, we got, you know, a scoreboard, a scorecard, and we're checking in once a week. So I can, because it's only me, I actually actively work with people with that. I can only do maybe 15, 20 at a time. You know, that's, that's, you know, I love that. That is my favorite thing to do in this business right now. And I'm not pushing that at all. I'm saying that's what I love to do. So I want to see and help 15, 20 more people because people just graduated. I want to help them. I want to find them. It's a, it's a rigorous process. I don't just let anybody do it, but that's what I want to do. Also, I got to finish my book, man. I got to finish it. I got to finish it because again, I say some of this stuff and I look at people's faces when I say it and they're like, light bulbs are going off. And they're like, oh, I didn't think about it that way. Oh, yeah. Duh, right. I should be just doing this to set up all my follow-up stuff and I'll get everything I'm looking for now anyway. Right. As I'm saying, and then how do you do it? And what's the formula for me to do it? And, and how do I, uh, how do I um, do it in a way that's authentic to who I am versus just a bunch of templates? Um, so that's what I've been working on now. Um, I'm believing, and I'm going to, if I say it here, then it's probably going to happen. I know I believe that should be done in the next 60 days, you know, um, Give me 90, but <laughs> next 60 <days. laughs> right? So my book about, you know, what I, like I said, uh, you know, follow up first or your follow up suck should be out. Um, and then from there, we'll see what happens. I mean, I want to take down another couple of rentals and, you know, my wholesaling business is running, not on autopilot, but it's running. So we're just going to let that keep on grinding. It's very predictable. I'm not really stressing it to, uh, to grow it. I'm not one of these guys that needs to be, you know, a multi seven figure guy. I'm not really, you know, I like my life. You know, I don't want to talk to everybody all the time. I like being able to take a week off and not talk to anybody. So, um, but those, those are the things that I'm really focused in on right now, like laser focused in on. And then, you know, connecting with more people like yourself, man, like we out here. I just want to know where. And now since I can go back outside, I'm like, I'm coming. <laughs> right. I hear you on that, my brother. Yeah. Hey, well, you know, you, you, you mentioned, um, you know, you, you mentioned like the coaching and like a lot of other things that, that you want to knock out for this year. But to be honest with you, you know, I think that like even the things that we've been talking about on this conversation have been even very insightful for me, even, you know, so I think that a lot of people would be interested in actually finding out how they could learn more from you. So like, if you could just go into a little bit more about like how someone could like get in contact with you, if they did want to get coaching from you or sure, yeah. Sure. I appreciate that. And, um, I'm going to keep it simple because again, this is not why I'm here. I, I literally, all the stuff we talked about before is why I'm here. You have a great audience and I want them to know this stuff because I want to hear about people doing deals. And I want to hear people about changing their thought process and, and relaxing a little bit and then actually making more money because they did. That's what I want to hear about. Um, now, if you would like to talk to me and, and sort of I hate the term pick my brain, but sort of just get some more of what I'm doing here because I'm the same everywhere. It's pretty much this is what you're going to get dealing with me. I might let out a cuss word here and there, but, you know, for the most part, <laughs> this is it. Um, all you have to do is go to my IG, Dr. Lee's D-R period L-E-A-D-Z. 
Um, if you bang the link in my bio, there should be a calendar link there. And I'm not sure if it's there now, if it's not DM me, but it should be there. And if it's not, I'll make sure it's there. Um, or I'm sure Ed will give you a link to my calendar. Here's what it is. I dedicate about an hour and an hour and a half every so often on my calendar. It's not every day, maybe three times a week. And I give people this 20 minute slots there. If you schedule one of those slots and you show up, we can have a conversation. I'm not trying to sell you anything. I just want to know where you are, what you want to do, what you're struggling with. You know, I just want to know what it is you're trying to accomplish. And if I think we're a fit, I'll offer you a chance. Now, I'm not trying to rape nobody's pockets. Understand right. that. I'm not. When I tell you what's what, you're going to be like, really? But understand what I am asking for is your commitment to yourself because I will actively be in there with you. Um, we're, we're transitioning from me doing all of these because it's working well to, to adding on some staff that will be able to do a lot of the project manage, management piece. Um, but I will talk to you myself and we'll see what's what. And if I think I can help you, I'll tell you how. Um, if I can't, and I think somebody else might, you might be a better fit with somebody else that I know, I'm going to recommend you to that person. All right. So feel free and understand if you can get a slot on my calendar, first thing I'm looking for is will you show up? I'm looking for your transparency because I'm going to be honest with you. And then after that, we'll see where it takes us. Hey, nah. Like, hey, hey, guys, look, if y'all listening to this and y'all feel like y'all gained some value and y'all would like to connect, uh, with Jay, definitely hit the link in the description um, down below. I'll probably put it in the pinned comment down below as well. So you can reach out to him, connect, gain some value and things of that nature. I know this man has been dropping gems online for a little while, putting people on the map. You know what I'm saying? So definitely, definitely, uh, you know, take the little time and, and reach out to, to my guy, Jay, over here. He He's dropping gems for the community. For real, for real. Well, 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 I'm not the only one on this 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 video right now. Hey, <laughs> I, I gotta commend you, man. I've been checking you out on the low, and then the reason I reached out, I was like, "Yo, man, I love your energy. I love the fact that you are being really transparent with people. I love the fact that you are not holding anything back because the game is there to be given. All right, sure. tell people sure. all the time, like, "Yo, you don't need me to teach you how to do this. If you need support, I got you." But I don't need to be the one to teach you what to do. Like the info is there, yeah. right? And Ed, you're one of the guys out here giving it really well. So I hey. want to commend you that for that. Hey, I appreciate it, my brother. For real, for real, man. You know, we always trying to drop some gems on the community, yeah. man. Trying oh. to provide some value. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, they for need real, it. Man. They need it. You got to do it for the culture. You got to overcharge them for what they did to the cold crush. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? But <laughs> I wouldn't be here right now, though, if it wasn't for free videos on YouTube though. I genuinely, genuinely mean that. Like, thank God for YouTube because, you know, anyone can get out here and get almost like the equivalent of like a college, uh, college education or whatever, just oh. learning, watching YouTube videos, linking up with people that you may even see on the videos or wherever in your local mm -hmm. market, wherever, getting some help and putting in that action. So, yep. so, so, so let me know, like, like how else can someone actually let's like find out more information from you online? Like, like, do you have a YouTube channel? I'm not even I sure. I don't. Actually. I don't. But actually, you know, a couple of my friends and I, we're actually starting it now. 
Oh, yeah. um, we're, we're calling it the, the Real Talk Roundtable. It won't be just about real estate. Okay. We got three guys. It's myself. It's Brandon Barnes. It's Jamel Gibbs, who Woo. blows my mind almost every time I talk to him. Yeah, and Jamel's we're going to, yeah, we're just going to, we're going to be chopping it up. We're going to have you on it, Ed. We're just going to be chopping it up with three guys, three married dudes, three dads, with three just human beings that enjoy each other's company. And that's all it's going to be about. Any subject is, is, is go. You know, any, you know, real estate, I'm sure, is the thing that binds it, it bonds us all. But honestly, listen, man, even if you work this business at the most 100% level, guess what? You're still going to have to eat somewhere. You're still going to have to go to the bathroom. You're still going to have to sleep. You're still going to have to take care of yourself. Right? So we want to just touch on all these aspects of life that we often neglect in this space. Cause we don't want y'all to drive yourselves crazy, man. We, we want y'all to get this money and live. <laughs> for real, man. That's what we're doing it for. You know, the time is so much more important than the money, you know, like just actually being able to have self-care, taking care of yourself, doing what you need to do, spending time with your family. Yeah. The things that you get for free a lot of times are the way more valuable things in life. So I really like the sounds of that though, man. Like I'm really yeah, looking man. forward to that. I really mean that. Like yeah. definitely let me know, bro. I want to be one of the first subs over there for yeah, real. Yeah, absolutely, man. We're going to mess around and look, we're going, we already hike on each other and, and you know, mess with <laughs> each other. Like it's, it's, it's really cool. It's, you know, um, I'm excited about it. We are supposed to, I think we kick off on Monday, I believe. And okay. uh, stay tuned. If, if, if it starts to drop, I'll give you the link for that as well. But, yeah, man, I'm excited about it. I invite everybody to tune in. Look, I'm 43. Brandon, I think, is 31 or 32. He's got four or five kids, another one on the way. Jamel has, like, four. I got one. Like, you know, I'm the old guy with them two. But you know what? I don't care. I think we got it all covered, and, and we're going to have just fun. Man, hey, I'm really looking forward to that, bro. And yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, all three of you all be like on Clubhouse all the time as well, too, right? Like you all have some sessions on Clubhouse, right? Yeah. What we did was we called it the Real Estate Roundtable. And what yeah, we're doing is we're going off of Clubhouse because we just feel like, you know, for us, we want people to see how we want, like when we're on Clubhouse, we have a great rapport, but we want you to see us messing with each other. We want you to see, mm -hmm. you know, the facial expressions we're making. We want right. you to be able to actually watch it at your own on demand, right? So <laughs> so, so that's that's why we said, you know what, we'll go into a, a visual podcast format and just, like just cook. Okay, yeah. so are you all planning on like actually getting together, like having like a physical location and um, getting together and whatnot? Or down like doing down like the road, down, yeah, it's gonna probably be, it's gonna be Zoom right now. Okay. Um, yeah. I know Brandon's in Atlanta, Jamel is in uh, in in the Winston Salem area of North Carolina. I'm in New Jersey, but gotcha. Gotcha, I, gotcha, I can gotcha, gotcha. easily see us just getting together and, and doing it. Right. Yeah, man. That'd that. be legendary crazy. right there. May have to have yeah, like a live yeah. event where y'all just host it live one time and one yeah, of you all's market or something. Why not? Why not? Right. It's here okay. to be done. Let's do it. Hey, hey, again, you this... got a lot of value to give, man. So I know that all three of you all stay out here giving a ton of game and value yeah. for real. That's why I love having you guys on the podcast to actually share some gems with the community for real. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, it's my pleasure, bro. I really, really mean that. So, bro, like, as a question that I ask every single person that comes on to the podcast, I try to at least. Sometimes I may forget or whatever, but I really, really want to ask you this one. What would you say is your 
best advice that you can give like a brand new wholesaler that's just getting started or someone that's looking to get their next deal? Like, what do you, what would you say is like the best advice you can give to someone that's just getting started? That's a great question. So if you're just getting started, my best advice, I say this all the time. I say you get started. You don't quit, right? You go hard as you can, but you got to stay steady. That's it. You get started. You don't quit. You go hard and you stay steady. Mm. Mm. I like that a lot, man. Hey, for <laughs> real, man. That's that's like, you know, straight, straight, straight to the point. For real, yeah. for real. Like, that's Can't lose when you takes. do that. Can't lose when you do that. You're 100% right. And keep it simple, too. I like how simple yeah. it is because I think a lot of times we try to overcomplicate things. Mm -hmm. For real. Yeah, okay. Man. Okay. Well, man, my brother, like, tell me, like, is there anything, like, that you feel like that we didn't kind of touch base on yet or something that you want to just add to the audience, give them some extra value and stuff like that? Mm. All right. I'm going to give you something. This is what I wrote this morning. So I'm going to give it to you guys. Nobody has heard me say this. All right. So this is exclusive for Ed. Hey. All right. This is for you guys. All right. Ooh. Somebody asked me once, how do I decide what follow up to do? Right. Here's the story for you. My best friend from college. Right. We were together. We met on my first day of college. We met his wife that day. So all three of us have known each other since my first day of college. All right. That's 1996, right. which seems like his son asked me, like, are you born in the 1900s? Which is like, damn. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. All right. So, so we met the first day of college. Now, his wife, her father passed away. All right. Sad story. All right. But I, I, I call this the funeral story because if you keep this in mind, as you're structuring out your types of follow-up, I'm telling you, that you don't need anybody to give you a template. You don't need anybody to write it for you. You can do it yourself. All right, so I'm at the funeral, all right? Now, my friend, the, the girl, she has two sisters. She has two older sisters. She's the youngest. Her older sister is married. She's married. Her middle sister isn't married. As they're standing by the casket, I see my friend and my friends together I see the older sister with her husband together. And I noticed that the third sister was by herself. And in my mind at that moment, not that she doesn't have other friends, not that she doesn't have anybody that cares for us. But in that moment, I said, wow, in a down moment, who she's going to lay, who she's going to lean on. And I decided that I wanted to let her know from time to time that I cared about her. Right. So what I did is I walked up to her and I told her, I said, hey, I'm not naming names, but hey, you know what? I'm keeping in touch with you. I want to know how you're doing and make sure you are right. Right now, that was where my heart was at. My head left to my head. I wouldn't have been able to follow through on that commitment. But what I did was I took my phone and not every phone has this, but mine did. And I scheduled text messages to her for three months every seven to 10 days. And the text messages weren't like, how are you doing with your father's death? It were like, hey, I was just checking in. How's it going? Hey, here's this funny meme I saw. Hey, yo, I know you've been writing, you know, she writes grants. You've been writing, you're working on this grant. How did that turn out? 
right? I took everything that I knew about her that, and if for real estate, anything you can glean from somebody else, I took everything that I knew about her and I used it as a means of communicating with her over three, six months, right? She would respond to me and then we would have a short conversation. I went to go see my friend eight months later. Who do you think was at the house? Who do you think gave me the biggest hug in the world? Who do you think loves me? Now, I think she might be ambivalent and she knows I scheduled the checks. I think she'd be like, oh, really? But then she would also probably be like, well, you made sure it happened. And I appreciated it. So whatever you had to do, you had to do it, right? But my point is this. If you take that mentality, I call it the funeral story because it led to something great. I'm tighter with this, my new friend. I'm tighter with her. We're cool. We just, we bonded, right? If you take that mentality of saying, hey, this is something I need to do and I need to ensure it's going to happen whether I do it or not because it's important, I'm guaranteeing you, you'll know what to say, you'll know what to write and it will get done and you're going to find deals down the line that you didn't find before. So that's the funeral story. That's a chapter in my book that I have not mentioned to anybody, um, but you guys got it here first. So I hope it's helpful and please use it. Man, hey, I'm not going to lie. That's that's a deep one right there, man. I think that that's a jewel right there. We may yeah, have man. to post that up as like an exclusive Hold on the it. channel or something. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, just that's, that's the mentality. If you write those out, like six to ten of those types <sighs> of messages, just I'm telling you, man, you guys will not regret it. You'll see, <sighs> you'll see such activity in your business. You will not know what to do with yourself. You'll be so <sighs> excited about it. So it's like like actually taking the information that you glean from these conversations that you have with sellers. And like, you know, they mentioned their dog named Buster and their wife named Caroline and so yeah. on and so forth. And, you know, after that, you schedule out, you know, five, 10 text messages. Hey, John, how's Margaret doing? Da, 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 things like that over yeah, time. Yeah. And now it, it has such a much more personalized touch. I really like the sounds of that, man. That's, that's yeah, man. a really, really good thought Remember. process right there. But. <laughs> and, and run it back to when I talked about the three levels of follow-up with that mentality. You already got the game. I gave it to you. I ain't sell you a book. I gave it to you. <laughs> and I'm only doing that here. <laughs> hey, hey, exclusive gems. Exclusive. Look. Ba -da -ba -da -ba. Right, right. Where my sound effects at? Come on. Hey, look. Hey, editor, you know, if, you, if you're watching this, man, throw in some 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 loud sound effects, man. Look, we out here. It's a movie out here. We not yeah, playing, but, yeah, man. So, so that's for you guys, man. I hope that was worth that drawn out story for that. Hey, now, nah, well, man, my bro, I, I really, really appreciate the value, my brother, for real, for real. I appreciate you coming on, talking about, you know, your business structure, really dropping some gems on mm -hmm. how to get leads yeah. and how to actually process these opportunities, really being transparent, opening up like your business strategies, what you all are actually doing out there and whatnot. I truly appreciate you coming on, my brother. I would love to have you on one of these days just so we can kind of go into, you know, a more thorough conversation about other different strategies and topics sure. and situations going on sure. in the real estate market as well, for real. Anytime, anytime, man. Listen, Dr. Leeds is the name, Team Deals is the gang. Hey, let's get it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then, guys, well, Bro, that's we're gonna just gonna wrap it up here, then, guys. Look, 
make sure that y'all subscribe to the Wholesaler Mastermind podcast. It can be heard everywhere that podcast I found. Make sure that y'all subscribe to the channel. If you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, man. Don't play no games. Hit that little red button. Don't play no games with them. Hit the like button. Drop a comment down below if y'all found some value in this video. And man, make sure that y'all link up with my guy, Jay. Dr. Leeds is out here dropping gems on y'all. Check out all the links in the description of this video. Man, and until next time, guys, we are out. Y'all be well.